0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, and today is the Wednesday episode, so you know we have A.J. Black in the building, host of Locked on Boston College. You can find him at A.J. Black underscore B.C. He gives you all the great news there. You can find all of my hosts on their respective channels, and more importantly, come back every single day because there is no better place to get all of your ACC conference news than the Locked on ACC podcast. Follow us on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts again joining me today aj black so good to have you so sorry that we had to start out kind of somber get a little you know bc news it's not that great but it still should be a good show because you got your power rankings for us and we're excited to reveal those aj how you doing
1: i'm I'm doing great i have to say boston college nation themselves is uh pretty uh grim right now and uh The reason, if you haven't heard, is that quarterback Phil Dracovic uh, broke – he broke something. They're not saying exactly what it is. It sounds like his wrist. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is doubtful to return for the remainder of the season. So, you know, Candace and I have talked a lot about some of the positivity around Boston College right now. That all sucked away in one game. (laughs) Against (laughs) UMass, of course, too.
0: I know. I was going to say, it's the game that was – Definitely gonna be a gimme. It was one where we were expecting Boston College to come through. And then you see tweets you know, going through while I was on vacation this weekend, I saw Zay Flowers got hurt, Phil Drakovich got hurt. And then I see, you know, I was reading BC Bulletin that you loved I love to read from you and me showing the picture of him and his cast. And I'm like, okay, this is a little more serious than I guess we all thought. And now confirming that he's out for the season, that's just a major blow because of how hype I was for Coach Hafley and company.
1: Yeah, and you know, credit to Halfley. You know, the one thing that Boston College fans should hold their head high up is that going into the season, there was a lot of talk about Boston College having one of the best backup quarterbacks in the conference. And Dennis Grossell, who has played and started for two seasons, he threw he for 520 yards last year against UVA, and that was a Boston College record. He broke Matt Ryan's record doing that. Actually, Doug Flutie, excuse me. Um, and so he has experience. He knows how to run the offense. has talked extensively about how the locker room loves him. Um, so he's not – you know, he's a step down from Jakovic, but it's not like going from – Phil Dracovic to like a true freshman that has never seen the field before. So I think, you know, expectations like, you know, some people have been like, oh, maybe we could be, BC could be Clemson this year. I don't think they're there yet, but you know, I still think BC could still win eight games. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility, especially with the way the ACC is playing this year. 100%
0: agree. And we'll get more into Dennis. I would love to find out just again, more about him and why you feel like you have the confidence in him to deliver the same way, maybe if not, uh, you know, of the same, but close to Phil here, but you are the guy for the power rankings. And so I don't want to delay that much longer every week. A.J. Black gives us his power rankings of the ACC from our respective football teams. We're going to go into the top five, but I would love to go five to one today because it's pretty obvious who we know still sitting on top. But I would love if you start from five and then we get down to the best one that you think here. So, A.J., what you got for me?
1: So this is like totally coastal um, heavy this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Near the top, and I, which is not something I would I would have picked at the beginning of this year. I figured the Atlantic right. would have been the 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 more powerful car, uh, division, but nope. At number five, I put UNC. They're back up there. You know, they took care of business last week. They didn't play a very good opponent, but you know, they're one on one, and I still think their potential of playing well is there. So I'm going to put them there. Number four is a team that I almost put at number three, and I've been really impressed with is UVA. Um, I loved, I think Brennan Armstrong is an incredible quarterback. He's doing better and better every day. Bronco Mendenhall has got that program clicking. Um, I, you know, they beat Illinois earlier, uh, last week. I, I think they're a good team. I, I thought they were a good team when they beat BC last year, but they're showing it again, uh, yeah. with, with some no, big, I was,
0: oops, go sorry, ahead, sorry. Go ahead. no, 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 I, I'm <laughs> done. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that it's funny you mentioned Carolina and Virginia in the same breath, really close to each other because they play against each other this weekend. And I'm saying like, it's not a shoe in for Carolina as hyped as people were about the team. Virginia is certainly saying that Brendan Armstrong is not playing games this year and Broncos is really leading that team to a big one. And Coastal is always crazy. So as much as we thought Carolina would have an ease of schedule, I don't know that that's that going might, to This might be one of the best games we see this weekend, but. Of course,
1: that's a Friday prediction, but here we are. Yeah, I, you know, it's gonna be an interesting weekend around the ACC and some big games going on. Yeah. Um, and then you know, be, we had our first ACC team that knocked off an SEC team, and that would be number three is Pitt. Yeah. Uh, they, they beat Pitt, they, um, in the Majors Bowl, the Johnny Majors Bowl, they beat Tennessee, um, in a game that I expected them to, um. They beat old Virginia Tech uh, friend Hendon Hooker, who I always thought would be a better quarterback than either coaching staff Virginia Tech or Tennessee has led on to be. Um, I just think he's got – I think he's got enough that he could do some stuff, but Tennessee can't figure it out. So Pitt's my number three. <laughs> Bat, yeah, and We just mentioned them. Number two, again, surprising me, but, you know, they've only played one real game. I'm going to stick with Virginia Tech as my number two team right now. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I, you okay. know what, Candice? Yeah, this, and this is an ACC podcast. <laughs> at this point, like I, I would put like UVA and Pitt up there because uh, okay. they both have good wins now. But mm-hmm. the rest of the conference, I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like it's Wake is pulling has, team for sure. <laughs> it, like either teams that haven't beaten anyone, like Boston College and Wake Forest, or teams that have just like had at least one giant dud, like our state, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Syracuse. Duke. So, you know, I, I put Virginia tech number two for now. Will they be that way in two weeks? Probably not. But for now, as you know, we take a snippet of time uh, here on September 14th. They're my number two team. Um, and well, you know, I would
0: say that their not, not only reason is because they get allowed Middle Tennessee State and shout out to, you know, Bailey Hawkman for holding it down, put up 14 points against them and they can only let Carolina, well, what was it? Carolina put up 10 or 17 and I just think 10. And so for me, it's like Middle Tennessee, is Middle Tennessee better than Carolina? Who knows? And I mean, we compare uh, quarterback comparisons, absolutely not, but maybe it says more about Carolina. Who knows?
1: And, you know, I have them at number two. And we're talking injuries with Dracovic. They lost James Mitchell. That is a massive loss for Virginia Tech. Yeah. You know, all ACC tight end. Um, he's gone for the year. So that's a big loss for them. And and then number one is Dabo. I mean, sorry, it Clemson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Interchangeable at this point.
1: Yep. You know, they didn't, again, didn't have to play anyone. Um, but they'll be my number one for a while. They see some things. Yes. You know, they're getting, you know, we Clemson's going to have some battles this year. They get it. They have to play Pitt and they have to Yay. play BC. And I, I again, I don't think BC's going to beat them, but I think Pitt might be a team to watch for. You know, they've shown that they're they're a tough physical team, and maybe they're the type of, they're the type of team that can muck it up against a team like Clemson and score enough points uh, to to win it and to shock them. So I think it's week six or seven that the two teams play, uh, but that's that could be a really fun game and one I didn't expect early on, but. It's, it's kind of uh, evolving that way.
0: A hundred percent. And then, listen, 303 yards, I believe, from Kenny Pickett. He pit playing a team that is in the SEC, Carolina, to me, if you do comparison of Coastal, right, I don't think that they've played anybody that's even sniffing at any SEC team right now. So I would just... I would say Pitt is the best team in the Coastal. And even with Miami, you struggled against Appalachian State. Uh, You struggled against Chase Bryce, who, God forbid, like how (laughs) do you struggle against that guy, right? So I'm just confused. Unless he said, you know, screw Duke this entire time. He just didn't know how to secure the ball in Durham. Like I don't know what he had going on. But the fact that he struggled against App State tells me everything I need to know. So I think everybody's a fluke in the Coastal until you tell me otherwise. But Pitt is the only one that I felt a little bit of legitimacy for.
1: Uh, yeah, and back to Chase Bryce. He's become like the the uh, punchline <laughs> for this podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: Poor guy. He's like, yeah. what, 21, 22? And we're, we've made him a punchline for almost every episode since the season started. Man.
0: And we were talking to I was talking to JJ Jackson from Locked On Blue Devils yesterday, and we all know if you haven't heard the episode, you should go back and listen. At the end of the day, Chase just didn't get it done, and he can testify to that as much as anybody else. But I, you know, well, we love the guy. We think that at the end of the day, we wish him all the best over there with the Mountaineers. But we're talking about ACC football here. We know that week three is going to be exciting. We've got some. previews of this week, three matchups coming up down the stretch. And if you're trying to get in on the betting action, I hope and encourage that you go to bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season, head to the website or use your mobile device today, sign up and receive a hundred percent welcome bonus That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. It's a new, updated site and interface. Even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Please use promo code Locked On for Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Talking to AJ Black here from Locked On Boston College. He is here to give us our power rankings of the week, and of course, we always talk about the highs, but if there is certainly some lows when it comes to ACC football. Middle of the road teams, but then there's always the bottom of the pack. So if you could give me, you know, your bottom five, I would love to know who are you feeling like still needs some work in this bad
1: boy. So I'm gonna start with uh, number was it number nine nine yeah nine. Yeah. So number nine was like number three for me last week, uh, but when you go out and you lose to Jacksonville State, you fall precipitously, and Ooh, uh, they're yeah. yo-yoing on my 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 power ranking <laughs> in week three, and that's Florida. Like I can't get a read on this team. I don't know what is going on. You know, Mackenzie Milton goes out against Notre Dame, and I think we're seeing more about Notre Dame after they barely beat Toledo um, okay. and barely beat Florida State. Maybe we're seeing more of what they're like. But they go out there against Jacksonville State, and Mackenzie Milton throws for like 140 yards, I think, something like that. <laughs> and that coverage that they called, I think they called I, – I, I don't think – you know, they didn't put prevent defense in. They just went, I think, like – cover two cover two on that last uh that last pass and got torched and that is one of those plays like if you want to rip on a coach that's all on him man like you gotta you you there's a reason why coaches send you know rob gronkowski back there to make sure nothing happens because Mm -hmm. even though that happened to the patriots too um but um you, you want to make sure that that doesn't happen. And Florida State yeah. lets it happen against an FCS school. And I'm not even going to get into the picture of the guy getting married because I think the people who are ripping on that kid need to get a life. But
0: <laughs> Man, listen, Tuesday episode, you guys have got to listen because JJ and I swear we had a whole segment about it because we said at the end of the day, if he's playing Jacksonville State, he felt like that was going to be a dub as he should have. He called all the family to come yep. down to Tallahassee and he set it up. What was he going to do? Football is not everything. Right. And I wish people would just get a life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Be happy for the kid. They, you know, they looked happy there and it's football. Who cares? And exactly. so I, I, I saw that. And I was like, Oh God. Uh, yeah. So number, f- <laughs> number, t- number 10 on my list is Louisville. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, still haven't seen anything. You know, they lost that game against Ole Miss. They played a, a joke team this week, you know, an FCS team, I think Eastern Kentucky beat them handily, but, What does that tell you? You're not going to get an answer out of that. Same thing with Georgia Tech, who come in at 13, uh, 12, excuse me. Um, they beat Kennesaw State. Uh, I just want to, I think they play Clemson this week, so we'll get to see what Georgia Tech made of. If Georgia Tech can sort of hang around against Clemson, okay, maybe Jeff Collins does have something there. Um, I see a lot of my Georgia Tech followers ripping Jeff Collins constantly, so. I mean I haven't really watched enough to know what he's doing that's getting them angry, but I for some of my old friends that are in the blog world, uh not happy with the way he's coaching. And we'll see what he does against Clemson. And number 14, they lost to Rutgers, so should be put them at 15. Um, that's Syracuse. And they had an Epic loss to that game where they turned the ball over, had a huge penalty at the end of the game. Um, where every Syracuse fans th- thinks they're getting ripped off. But if you're that close to Rutgers at an end of the game, you deserve to lose. So, you know, whatever. Um, they are number 13 for me, and number 15 stays Duke. And Duke okay. ha- Duke was I at one point I didn't watch their whole game. They were battling with NCA and T for a while (laughs) they eventually pulled they eventually pulled away but it was really close for a while and so that's that's my bottom five and i have to say um even though i cover boston college they are like right there the right above florida state and i put them at number eight because Mm -hmm. i again still haven't seen them win anything um Mm -hmm. they looked Messy as heck against UMass A team that they were supposed to obliterate And they did not Um, And so I need to see more from them So I did not put them very high I had them very low So that was just a little side note To all the BC fans Who I'll probably listen to this when I retreat it Tomorrow
0: Exactly. Now, listen. It's funny you mentioned about obliterating because a lot of people obliterated JJ Jackson when he had Coach Halfley as the worst coach in the ACC, and people, a lot of your fans, I will say, came at his neck. And I had to, you know, jump in a bit and (laughs) say, "Relax, it's just a ranking. Like it's all preseason." But he made a good point that now it really does show. Okay, how can you take this team and turn it around? You've lost, you know, your leader. In Phil, how can you kind of rally the troops i know everyone kind of believes in dennis but can you make it work can you make it shake after you know, being battle tested essentially if nothing else can you figure it out and i think that'll really speak to who he is as a leader and you know how he can coach this team moving forward
1: yeah i mean i think this weekend against temple you're probably not going to see too much because temple's yeah. not they're a, a struggling team. Next week against Mizzou, that's a perfect example to see what Boston College is. Because mm. Mizzou, you know, they're an SEC school. You know, we already said that Pitt Pitt is already like the top three or four, and they beat a bad Tennessee team. And BC plays a decent Mizzou team. So if BC can go and beat Mizzou, maybe they are something. Maybe they are a team that could still battle, even if it's with Dennis Grosell. Or if they get blown out by Mizzou, then it's like, okay, so you know, this loss of Tchakovic is a bigger deal than um, some people may think.
0: Yeah, and I'm almost like, I'm really, a, I feel for Phil even more so because it seems as if the schedule is really lightweight in the beginning, you know, and now we're getting to the Mizu game, where I'm, which I'm sure he was probably circling on the calendar, and we're not going to get to see him in action. But even for like Boston College fans, I think, you know, these first three games were good. Let's, you know, gauge where we are as a team. And then that Mizu game is really going to tell us about ourselves. And now we're really going to be wondering how do we move forward? And, and can we just stop the Clemson game? Us Clemson talk if they get demolished by Mizzou,
1: right? Yeah, I I totally agree with that, and I think yeah. like you know it, it's it's the put up is going to be a put up or shut up game for BC, and yeah, um, they've got a lot to clean up. They've got a lot to do because they made eleven penalties against UMass, um, which extended. You know a bunch of different drives. They played sloppy on D. Now Halfley is a good coach. He's the kind of guy that says, "Okay," I, he said it today. He said I messed up. Um, I was I didn't do a good job. It's on me to fix this. Um, so he he's gonna do that. You know they did it last year. Texas State they only beat by three points and they figured it out. Um, but with Djokovic gone, you add that added piece. Where are they gonna be? I think Boston College. What you look at, right? is the defense is the same. They're actually going to be probably getting more of their guys back. They're starting defensive end. They're t- starting safety. should be back in a week or two. But the offense, you lose Dracovic, but you still have Zay Flowers. You have the five-starting offensive linemen. You have Trey Barry. You have a, a lot of weapons around him. I still think this offense can find stuff. And I think Grossell is good enough to score points and keep BC in these games. And you look at these teams they're playing against, other than Clemson, I don't, I honestly, you know, I take my maroon and gold sunglasses off. I still think that they can battle any of those other teams on that schedule. And we'll have to see how many turns in the W's and how many turns in the L's.
0: Absolutely. And there will be a lot of really good games coming down the stretch here for not only Boston College, but the rest of the ACC. So if you are trying to tune in and you're looking for a great enjoyment snack while you're doing so, we strongly encourage you to hit up Bet Excuse me, Built Bar. Got my bees messed up today. There it is. Built Bar has nine delicious flavors. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about some of their favorites double chocolate, salted caramel, raspberry, mint, brownie, butter. Peanut butter, browning, all of them simply delicious. There's something for everybody. If you want to get a mixed box, I have seen people on Twitter show their mixed box, all the enjoyment, all the goodness that they have, flavor. It really is just easy to go. If you're kind of person who has to move it quickly, you grab yourself a Bilt Barb. They're not only the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17, 18 grams of protein, only up to 180 calories, just 4 to 5 grams of sugar, Order that Bill Bar today and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order at billbar.com Once you do that, make sure that you are gearing up for, again, football season. Now that it's in the thick of it, we want you guys to be well-equipped for some sports daily fantasy. That's why you should hit up Prize Picks. It is the leader in college SDF, offers more college football props than anyone in the world, and offers all-star players of the Power Five, as well as men majors that you might have never even heard of. You pick two to five of them, have an over and under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sport entries. You can take the overall on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes or even the under on Sam Howell in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizeFix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PrizeFix.com or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizeFix is da- daily fantasy made easy. So we're finishing up the show here with Locked On, well, Locked On Boston College AJ Black. You can find him at AJ Black underscore BC. He is giving you so much content when it comes to those Eagles, but more importantly, he has a great eye and talent for college football in general. We are, you know, trying to get through the season at week two. We already feel like we are talking about battle wounds, not only as Phil Dracovic. Having being out for the season, but you also saw from NC State, a couple injuries there with Peyton Wilson and Cyrus Fa- Cyrus Fagan, they are done for the season. I know for sure that Peyton has a shoulder injury. Not quite sure about Cyrus himself, but they are done. You mentioned Mitchell from Virginia Tech, the tight end who will not no longer be playing. And listen, you just go through, and we all know injuries happen, but it seems to shake the. Uh, atlantic division at its core right now and i'm just trying to see we all talked about all year long who is going to take down goliath that is clemson and it's not looking very likely especially after i saw florida state and jacksonville State. i would love your thoughts to see if there's any challengers or is it pretty much let's just get to the acc championship
1: i mean i said earlier i i look at the the atlantic and i don't see any team on the on that uh, side that can beat Clemson unless Clemson figures out a way to fall all over themselves. And (laughs) I, I think DJ is too good. I think, I think he's just going to get better as the season goes on. Like he, he took his lumps, you know, got hit seven times or sacked seven times against Georgia. Um, I think he's just going to get better as the season goes on. He's those, those weapons are going to get better. And then you look at what happened to the conference, as you said, right. You know, NC State was a team I was really impressed with that first week. You know, I know they only played South Florida, but you have a defensive player like Peyton Wilson. I, you know, I, I think back to Luke Keekley at Boston College, and like how impactful a player like that can be on a team, even when you're playing a team like Clemson. And I thought, you know, if Devin Leary could get it together, you know, you know Ricky Person, I thought like they had it. And then what a Ricky person run for like 30 yards, I think on Saturday or something like that.
0: It was, it was rough. <laughs> I think yeah, it they combined for like 58.
1: Yeah, it was not good. And yeah. they lose Peyton Wilson, and that, that is a huge blow to the Wolfpack. Um, and that really impacts their ability to, to battle a team like Clemson. I don't think they can do it now. Like I didn't think they, I, you know, I was kind of like on the fence, but I, I don't think they can do that. You know, Boston college, yeah. they lose Jakovic, you know, Again, I say, I don't think they, they, there's no, I don't think Dennis Grossell can go down to Death Valley and win. Um, He went to Death Valley two years ago, but that was with Steve Adazio and got demolished. So I don't see him doing it now Um, with a new offensive coordinator. I don't see it. You know, Syracuse, no. Louisville, no. Uh, Wake Forest, I mean, sorry, I don't, I mean, if you're a Syracuse or Louisville fan, I apologize. Sometimes I come off as dismissive.
0: No it's okay I think it's hilarious personally <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Wake Forest they're I would had to see more out of them I don't they haven't really played anyone yet I kind of wanted to see what they have but I, they don't have enough explosiveness you know they've Jakcarrie Robeson, but I, I don't think they can do it so I go back to Pitt I go back to Pitt
0: yeah. I think Can, it might be the ACC championship against Clemson. That that's that's a championship. If you ask me today, who's going to be in a championship game? That's who I would call.
1: Yeah, and Pitt's done everything. I um, you know, Pat Narduzzi hasn't shown really that he's a big game coach yet. But you know, you get Jordan Addison out there. I like Kenny Pickett, and that defense is nasty. Hmm. They that they they have all the pieces there. Could they beat knock off Clemson if they catch Clemson napping? That could definitely be a be a possibility. But other than that, I just I think Clemson's going to run through the ACC right now, and unless something catastrophic happens to them, it doesn't seem like they're going to have, have much resistance.
0: Yeah, they did lose an offensive lineman to the season. I can't call his name because, of course, I thought of it and just came to me. But I will certainly remind you guys on tomorrow's episode. I do, you know, it's, I find it hard to like get excited about the ACC right now, only because it seems as if Clemson is going to be a shoe in But I would be really pumped if there was another school that could just figure it out. I thought it was going to be NC State. I hate it for Peyton Wilson. You know, it's one of those situations where I feel like. You know, the mind is willing, but the body just simply isn't able. He was talking about not being able to. He played last season with like a shoulder, dislocated shoulder in two games because he's like, listen, we get 12 opportunities to do what we have to do. And I'm like, sometimes you just are one hell of an athlete in terms of heart, in terms of talent, and want to. It's just you don't exactly have the motor to help you get through. So it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out, right? Can NC State use that as fuel, play for your brother, all that mentality stuff? Yeah, but they do have the talent to at least stand in position to try, right? I think Mm -hmm. Devin Leary is going to have to have one hell of a year. They're going to have to figure out that damn offense with Ricky Persons and Bam Knight. Not acceptable, the numbers we saw against Mississippi State. But, you know, I don't want to ever count anybody out, but it is looking bleak (laughs) for (laughs) everybody in the ACC right now. It's so unfortunate. I wish we were having a different conversation, maybe week seven We'll be having a better power ranking shift and you might have someone on the cusp as number two might be looking at number one. Who knows? But mm-hmm. we'll have all, all of that for you guys throughout the season. We hope you come back and listen every it every Wednesday to AJ's power rankings. AJ, can you remind folks of where they can find you and find all of your work?
1: Yeah, t- check me out at BC Bulletin. We have a whole bunch of inf- uh, info m- information if you want to learn more about Dennis Corsell and what uh, Jeff Halfley had to say about him today. And um, the possibility that Phil Dracovic probably will be back with Boston College next year. Uh, could check out BC Bulletin. You can find me on Twitter at AJBlack_BC underscore BC or at LockedOnBC. Uh, find LockedOnBC on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button on there as well. Uh, you can find me on all the socials. And, uh, yeah, I'm the host of Locked on Boston College.
0: No doubt betting on all of your teams doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, and wrong team favorite picks in Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. For Candace Cooper and AJ Black, we hope you guys have a great hump day great middle start of your week and we'll see you tomorrow with tyler occhi from locked on syracuse to look at week three in our respective schools ahead until next time